find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. This is Macy. And this is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzz Killers, a proud podcast of the Podmoth Media Network. Hell yeah. We are. That's us. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a cat laying between us, and she's staring. She's like staring at me while you're petting her with her foot. With my foot. And she's just like in goddamn heaven right she's now. She's getting feet pet. Hello. Well, she was extra excited because I worked from home today. And I literally, like, I came back through the door this morning after going to get my laptop. And she made this, like, excited squeal. And I was like, Aww. oh, my God, you're so cute. I love you. You're <laughs> my baby. Except you're not little. She's kind of chunky. <laughs> you are chunky. But I love her chunk. <laughs> she is my chunky baby. We had to put our cat on a diet. Not the not the She should probably one. be on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> not the little one because she's still little but our older cat we had to put her on a on a diet because <laughs> she was eating all of noir's food all of her food and then throwing it all up and i was like you're gorging yourself this is ridiculous you are not feral anymore you live in a house well, that, and that was her thing she came from she was she was surrendered from a house that had too many cats and so that I think that's her thing. Is I don't think she ever had food. She will like eat crumbs off the floor. Mm. She will drink out of the dog's water dish. She just will do anything for food. Yeah. And I just don't think she ever had food. And so, so I feel bad taking it away from her. I I like mm. actually feel bad if she doesn't have food because she if I even just pick up her dish to fill it, she will follow me, like screaming, like where are you going? That's my food. <laughs> <laughs> Did I knock your head a little? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My long, my long foot just I nailed you. Literally plopped between us. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're getting um we're getting Noir and and Lane a automatic feeder. That's what I was thinking about because it only gives them a certain amount of food every so often, and when you set it to do it. Yeah. So and that'll be good for when Tyler and I aren't there in the afternoon, so they still get like an afternoon meal. Because right now yeah. they're eating like. Very early in the morning when I get home around 530 and then right before we go to bed, like there's a whole eight hour chunk where they're not eating poor things. So I just can't can't do it. And I'm not going to be like, hey, sister-in-law, will you please go be my cats? I mean, she might, but who knows? Anyway, guys, this is first episode of Haunted Asylums Month. Woo! I'm excited about this one. This one's different. I like it's definitely weird i felt like there for this topic specifically was going to be a lot more information than i had i got a lot of information still but i thought that there was going to be like way more (laughs) yeah and i was like okay well and i guess unless i go on a tour of this place which hopefully we do i would love that uh, maybe i'll maybe i'll get to do an addendum to this or whatever but um, maybe there'll be a patreon exclusive (gasps) <laughs> anyway, um, so Nicole, <laughs> what are we drinking today? Because Macy's a dum dum. <laughs> so we are not drinking anything new today, but it's still crimey. It's still crimey. 
This is, um, we are re-drinking the 19 Crimes, The Uprising. Isn't that the very first one we had? I think it is. So I think it's been a while. It's been like over a year. But this is just your classic red blend. Um, I'm not going to go into a super description because we've talked about this one before. Yeah, no worries. I'm pretty sure, I I think this one came before Mouthfeels existed though. Oh, so we'll have to give it Mouthfeels. That's perfect. So I was going to say, we should still give it Mouthfeels. That's perfect. That's perfect. But, That's perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. That is my cat chewing. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like water fountains in the background. And sh- <laughs> I'm so glad these mics don't pick up a lot. <laughs> it's because of those little things. But yes, welcome to my cat. She takes mouthfuls of food and then just crunches down and everything that's in her mouth just flies. I frequently vacuum up here. It's disgusting. I love her. And she, it's literally all over the place right now. Poor sweet thing. <laughs> I love her to death. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to stop talking about my cat now. <laughs> We're just like. Haunted Asylum's cats. <laughs> Haunted Asylum's and cats. I like it. Personally. Oh, yeah. Just the, I will say the little description on here does say this wine was aged 30 days in rum barrels. That's cool. Which is pretty fucking cool. That's cool. And they always do something about, like, who is on the label. Yes. From 19 the Crimes. Uprising, a new wine aged for 30 days in a rum barrel, pays homage to Australia's Rum Rebellion of 1808. Whoa! We're, like, a month late. <laughs> Not really. Only a week. For us, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Due to the government's hindering of the rum trade, the rebellion was the only time a group of soldiers and citizens banded together to overthrow the government. A portion of this handcrafted wine has thus been aged for 30 days in rum barrels and is dark with jamie flavors and a smoky finish. A smoky finish. Yes. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. I really don't remember this one. I just know it's it's all the way back to Todd Colehep. Let's say is it really? That's the first one we drank. I'm almost positive. That's nuts. Where's my phone? I can find out right now. I'll say this one, I'm fully prepared to not be okay for this episode because it's 14.5% alcohol and I haven't eaten since lunch at 1230. Me too. So <laughs> there are stuffed peppers waiting for us downstairs. Well, not yet. They're being made. They're but. being made. I'm trying to get to our very first posts here. <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> scroll, 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 scroll. We have too many posts. We have so many. Ah. Things it's- is like, look at this box. There's a box here. There's a box here. Guys, there's stuff in my box. Why is there stuff in my box? <laughs> this is my box now. Don't you know it? <laughs> but we are making commentary now. I just want to find out if this is the first one. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. But we have so many posts. It won't let me get to the bottom. It won't let me get to the bottom. Come here. Oh, wow. Lollery Mansion. Keep that was n- so far. Keep your nose away from our snacks. <gasps> snacks. 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 Where uh, is it? Where is it? Ah. Uh, we are getting so much closer. Yep. It was. Oh, my God. All right, guys. So we're paying homage to episode... Oh, no, our very first episode. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So all the way back to Todd Colehep. So ex- episode 66, we're jumping back to episode one. Is like a little, <laughs> hey, we did say we wanted to go back and re-drink some of them so that we could do mouthfeels on them. Feels. Yeah. This is perfect. Huzzah. All right, let's do it. Let's Whee! try it. Uprising. It's good. 
I feel like I would I like it much more now than I would have back then. Probably. <laughs> we got back then mouthfeels would have probably been like Ugh, zero. A much better taste for red wine <laughs> than <laughs> we used to. Sorry. <laughs> Binks wanted to walk across the computer and I was like, no, ma'am. She's very good at that. Very good at that. All my cats do that as well. I felt bad because I was, we edit everything on Nicole's computer because she has a Mac because she's better than me. And um, <laughs> my Mac died. And um, I, I had like left it on the counter and Lane decided like, this is my bed now. And I like came downstairs and she's laying on it. And I was like, shoo, shoo. And then there's little, like, lane prints all <laughs> over it. And I was like, God damn it. You probably just, like, got out of the litter box. And I have to clean this. You piece of shit. It's okay. Like- <laughs> Binks had probably already done that five times. You're good. <laughs> I was like, poor sweet thing. Anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to give it, mouthfeels wise? I give it a four out of five. I'm going to try it one more time before I give it any rating. I give it a four as well. Yeah. A nice eight. Nice eight out of ten. It's probably not some. I mean, I definitely don't think it's one of the reds that I would get like just on a day. Like I yeah. wouldn't be like, I'm gonna go get some uprising. Yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way. But, but I, it's it, good. I mean, like, and I think, I think somebody gifted this to me. Probably. Oh, it was a gift. We get a lot of wine. It was. <laughs> actually, it's. I've had it for. Almost. Oh, little, just a little over three months because I got it as a Christmas gift. Oh. Um, so I don't know if they listen, but thank you, Kyle and Marissa. <laughs> oh. Kyle is Ryan's cousin. Oh, thank <laughs> from, you, Kyle. From Long Island. And Kyle. they got me this for Christmas. And I waited and I found the perfect time to drink it. Huzzah. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. So good. Good wine. Yeah. Tis, tis good. I'm sitting on the creaky part of the floor and I'm so sorry. Every time I move, it's like... I, I didn't hear it until he said something. Now I hear it. <laughs> the ride downstairs going, what are they doing up there? Hi, <laughs> Binksy. All right. Such a curious girl. All right, Macy. Yes. Where are we traveling to for the first episode of Asylum? <laughs> you just like have like a, like a lisp at the end. Asylum. Asylum. You gotta talk about the asylums. It's all about the asylums. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- for this one, we're not traveling very far. Ooh. Uh, we are going to <laughs> eleven thousand and one Bethany Center Road, East Bethany, New York. <gasps> That's not far from here. No, and it is the Rolling Hills Asylum. By the way, guys, I have this big capital letters in my notes. This is private property that can only be visited by appointment only. Do not be assholes. Uh, Make an appointment. Do do it the right way. Do it the right way, please. This is owned by a private person. Like, this is somebody's property. But it's like, but she's super nice and lets people come do tours and stuff. So I'm going to talk about that at the end. Mm -hmm. There's a whole website for the property. So if you're interested. So be respectful because she can take that power away. Exactly. And (laughs) some of us would like to go do a ghost hunt here someday, please. So don't ruin it for us. Don't ruin it it for me. Legally. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. This is is a pretty remote location. And it is actually one of the most haunted locations on the East Coast Ooh. and has been voted the second most haunted location in North America. Oh, shit. Um, it's situated between Rochester and Buffalo, New York, roughly an hour from either city. So, like, if you're in Rochester, 
and you're in, or you're in Buffalo, if you drive, I think it's south a little, you kind of meet in the middle. It's like yeah. a triangle. Because it's like, I think it's like two hours from us, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so because we'd, so we'd have to get to Rochester first. And you have to then like go, go down to a little bit. Yeah, and then go south. Yeah. Um, excuse me. So uh, this property used to formerly be the Genesee County Poorhouse, um, which was 5,300 square feet and spanned over 200 acres. Um, and it was a government-run facility to support and house the needy. I, what? Listen, you said poorhouse. My brain was like poor, like you pour a drink. Like I thought this was a fucking brewery, and my ass was sitting here going, "That's a really big brewery." <laughs> no, like P O O R, like you po. <laughs> like help me, I'm poor. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help me. My brain's friggin' broken. Okay, keep going. I literally, I That'd be cool, though. That would be the world's biggest fucking brewery. It would be hey, amazing. Hey, uh, a lady that owns Rolling Hills Asylum. You should also make it a brewery. You should also make it a brewery. Oh, my God. Make it a brewery. Oh. Like, boo, like a ghost. Like a brewery. Ha, <laughs> puns. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people cringing right now. They're like, ew. <laughs> like, please make her stop talking. <laughs> so, um, on Decebi- December. Oh. <laughs> wow, I can't talk. December. Um, once upon a December. Do you know that song? No, but that was pretty. Anastasia. Oh. The Disney? No, it's not Disney. It's DreamWorks. Yeah. Sorry. I've never seen it. <gasps> I'm sorry. You should. It was deprived of movies. It's so good. But that's I one of those songs is Once Upon a December. Ooh. Um, anyway, so on December 4th of 1826, the Genesee County Board of Supervisors met to establish a county poorhouse. Um, they uh, chose a building. That was formerly a stagecoach tavern at the corner of Bethany Center Road and Raymond Road. And this was determined to be the construction site um, because it at the time was the geographical center of the county. Other counties and other towns and stuff had not been established yet. So if you're like, wow, that's a big ass county. But there used to be a tavern there. Yeah. I was not that far off from the beer. (laughs) (laughs) But not quite. (laughs) I was there, but I was totally not there. (laughs) The official construction announcement appeared in the Batavia Times on December 9th of 1826. And um, here is the formal notice. This is a quote from the newspaper. Notice is hereby given that the Genesee County Poorhouse will be ready for the reception of paupers on the day on the first day of January 1827, the overseers of the poor of the several towns of the county of Genesee are requested in all cases of removal in all cases of removal of paupers to be county to the county poorhouse to send them with their clothing, beds, bedding and such other articles belonging to the paupers as may be necessary and useful to them. Um, so and then this is a quote from um, the Genesee County historical society Mm -hmm. they said habitual drunkards anybody who was frequenting the tavern they knocked down that was yeah that was there (laughs) um um lunatics and that meant people who had like you know mental diseases or were grief stricken or had some sort of accident that caused them to have mental disabilities old age sickness weakness was seen as like of the mind so anybody who was incapable of governing or managing their affairs was also allowed to stay there um what year was this again 1826 27 when it opened okay 
um, poppers, which is a person with no means of income, state poppers, um, anyone who was blind, lame, old, or disabled with no um, income source, or a vagrant were allowed to stay at the facility. Um, even unwed mothers, widows, orphans, like I said, mentally challenged people, and eventually the criminally insane came to this facility at one time or another. Were they separated? You're smirking. I don't like that smirk. Okay, keep going. Um, and funding <laughs> and funding issues forced the facility eventually to take in criminals as well. And that meant the criminally insane as well. Um, and this, these people were all um, who were allowed to go into the poorhouse were dictated mm-hmm. by, by what they called poor laws at the time. It's the, the government decided which types of people deserved financial aid by the government. Okay. And those who were deemed undeserving, such as drunkards, lunatics, paupers, vagrants, unwed mothers, orphans, etc., would be sent to the poorhouse. Dear God. Um, so the poorhouse officially, officially opened its doors on January 1st of 1827. So basically it took a month to construct. Holy crap. But they already had it like... Isn't it big though? It's It was pretty big. Yeah. Holy but crap. they added other buildings over time. That's crazy. As well. Um, so the Genesee County Poor Farm was a working farm in Woods, um, and the Woods was actually established in 1915, because it has, like, a big surrounding Woods. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, it was situated on 200 acres, which were purchased in 1982, to supply the farm with wood for heating and cooking purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, this provided food and fuel, and the cost for care in 1871, when they did all the math, was around a dollar and eight cents a week per resident so not very much at all um and in 1915 superintendent george fleming spearheaded the campaign to plant one thousand uh 159,500 trees to create a forest to help run the home um and this was the first county forest in new york state oh cool yeah um residents (laughs) were referred to as inmates no matter why they were housed at the facility. Um, Come here, single mother. Oh, yes. Sorry. Inmate. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Two, four, six, oh, one. Smells good. It smells like tortillas. I know. Um, those who could worked <laughs> the farm. Some even built and made items to sell to offset their living expenses. Um, they would also clean the facility. They would take care of multiple animals on the property one of them were holsteins which is a breed of cow known for high milk production oh there were also pigs horses chickens and ducks on the property fancy there were uh, vegetable and fruit crops that inmates tended to uh they had a cannery that canned jams jellies and meats they also had a bakery and wood shop on the property and the wood shop uh made coffins Oh, and coffins were made for those who died at the facility, but also were made to sell to local mortuaries. Fun. Um, and in 1828, Genesee County constructed an addition to the poorhouse to house lunatics and to be a repository, which is a place building or receptacle where things are stored for paupers who were committed for misconduct. Okay. So criminals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the insane 
were housed at the facility until 1887 when the Board of Supervisors determined um, to send, quote, persons suffering with acute insanity to another facility in the state. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, there are two other wings that are on. There's a main building and then two other large wings. The West Wing was constructed in 1938, and the East Wing was constructed in 1958. Um, and farms such as the Genesee County Poor Farm were very common in the United States mm -hmm. until the early 20th century. Um, every New York State county had a poorhouse. So at the time, these were fairly common practice. Okay. Um, according to reports, most of the treatments at Rolling Hills were one and the same, regardless of why you were there. Inmates were changed to walls, given mind-altering drugs lobotomized and shocked oh, fun. um it is alleged that some of the staff were horribly cruel to the inmates of and course experimental procedures were used uh, yep um and it was at the time considered the worst in the state in terms of patient treatment oh wonderful yeah i wonder and guys, if it's I'm, one of the I'm, most haunted places <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah and <laughs> mothers with children oh, no. were put on the same floors as drunkards or pedophiles and they were oh all God. under the same roof with criminals and the criminally insane. Oh, this is such a bad idea. So that's great. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and guys, I'm calling them inmates just because that's what they were called at the facility. Obviously, these were people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not meaning <laughs> to offend anyone. It's just what they were called. Tis history. Tis history. Yeah. Um, so people who died at the facility and had no family were buried on the grounds in oh. a potter's field. Records indicate that there was a cemetery on the property at some point, um, but none of them detail where it was. Wonderful. And many who died were, um, who, uh, I can't read. Many who died and were buried at the facility did not receive headstones. Jeez. There were over 1,700 documented deaths. But there are possibly hundreds more that were undocumented. It's possible that there were three times that amount of deaths. Sad. But there were no records kept. So therefore, we don't know their names. And it's been kind of lost to history. It's really depressing. There's no grave map that has ever been discovered. And it is unknown to this day where the bodies are buried. Has anybody ever tried? Like, has anybody tried to search the grounds with, like, ground penetrating radar or anything? Do Not you know? that I could find. But I would be interested because you'd find it pretty quick. I was going to say, I feel like you'd find it really fast if there was <laughs> yeah. that many people. I was watching a Ghost Hunters episode about this and they said that you could still see the mounds but I of where they would put them. But I didn't find that anywhere else. So I kind of was like, meh. Interesting. That could just be the earth. Like <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder where they got that from. Yeah, I have no clue. Hmm. Um, the facility after the the county was kind of done with it did become a tuberculosis hospital at some point that's changed but right? i could not find more information about that all i heard was in several sources it was a tu like it was a tuberculosis ward but i like that's all i know oh my so God. i'm sorry <laughs> if someone else has that information please tell me <laughs> um and in 1964 the facility became the genesee county nursing home and that closed in 1974 um, the building just had too many code violations at the time, and the cost to bring those violations up to code would have been astronomical. So they just yeah. um, closed the facility, and many of the outbuildings and old dorms were torn down at that time. 
to deter vagrants and vandalism. So there are pictures of this facility and it's fucking huge. There are so many buildings. It's just like, wow. And then like you see what it is today and it's like one building. That's sad. Yeah. Um, the facility reopened in 1992 mm-hmm. as a shopping center called Carriage Village. No. <laughs> and was later renamed the Rolling Hills Country Mall in 2003 after being purchased by new owners. A mall. I would not want to shop there. The property owners, vendors. Buy a pair of slippers and they're fucking haunted. <laughs> My feet are haunted. <laughs> I don't know why I'm walking this way, guys. Someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> the property owners, vendors, and shoppers began to notice strange occurrences. Of course. <laughs> and called in a paranormal group to investigate. And this is when the haunting began. Oh, Well, I mean, I think it was already, but like everybody knowing about it. Uh, all of the people that died there were pretty pissed off that there was people shopping in Forever 21 on top of their grave. I don't think it was Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw something about there being like an antique mall in there. I'm not. So I, it's it wasn't like your standard mall today. It was just kind of like a bunch of little shops. Like yeah, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't no like. No chains or anything. Yeah, no, really. no, no. Okay, I don't I think so. <laughs> I was going to say a bunch of teenage girls in Forever 21 stopping on a bunch of people's graves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> um, this, this place served as a paranormal research center in the 90s, and, like, lots of groups would go and research it. And it was home to the Rolling Hills Paranormal Research Society, which I could not find fucking shit about. I found, like, one article that said that. So... They didn't exist for very long, apparently. I don't know if they existed for that long. <laughs> oh my God. Um, the mall closed in 2007. Wonder why. And the building was left abandoned until it was reopened for ghost hunts. There was a couple that purchased it prior to the owner that has it now. I didn't find okay. a lot of information about them, but there it did change hands a couple of times before the current owner. Um, the facility is now owned by Sharon Coyle, who attended a ghost hunting trip at Rolling Hills in 2008. Um, she said she experienced some crazy activity before going home to California. Whoa. Um, and less than a year later, she found out that the facility was going to be closed for good. Aww. And attended an auction to purchase the property. However, she didn't get the property at that time. I couldn't find why, but hmm. she didn't. Um, but after more time passed, she received a phone call to purchase the property because no one wanted it, especially the county. And on October 29th, 2009, Sharon officially became the private owner of Rolling Hills Asylum. Huh. I think my best guess is there was probably a reserve. Mm. Like if we want to <coughs> wait until like the county buys it or well, like somebody the, important buys it. Or... And I, I learned this from watching car auctions. And if I say this incorrectly, I'm sorry. I, my knowledge on this is very limited. I'm just getting into cars. <laughs> 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 um, but they normally put like... They put a reserve on it, so basically they will only sell it if the auction hits a certain point. So people can bid on it, but if, like, say they, you know, people are bidding, 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 and the, the highest offer they get is $30,000, but they've set the reserve at 40000 
that means it doesn't sell to anybody that because seems they about didn't right. they didn't get what they wanted for it yeah she <clears throat> said that she didn't have enough money at the time to purchase the whole property which is why mm, okay. she went to the auction to offer what she could for it yeah which is and that make that makes sense that it's probably something along mm-hmm. those lines um but she does own it now um and she is still currently as far as i'm aware the owner of the facility cool um there is are thousands of paranormal reports on this place i found five episodes from major like group paranormal groups like taps and ghost adventures and destination fear and shit all of these guys have gone to this place mm-hmm. and caught some crazy stuff there's actually when to list it in my show notes a um it's like a wikipedia page and i don't know if you've ever seen it before while like researching zach bagan stuff but I it's a week it's a wikipedia about every single fucking episode of ghost adventures i probably have and like they list all the evps and all the things that they hear so if you want to like i'm not going to talk about it too in depth but i've heard of the it's like not actually wikipedia but they call it like because they there's ones for when sometimes because i know you've come across these sometimes when you research like the true crime cases Mm -hmm. you'll come across the criminal minds wiki oh yeah it's it's ghostadventures.fandom.com slash wiki yeah so Hills yeah so. it's like basically their version of wikipedia for whatever that thing is there's like one for supernatural the show yeah yeah I, yeah across, i've seen like, the criminal minds one which <clears throat> is cool because a lot of those cases are based on true things yeah and so they'll list the case like exactly. the real case and talk about it so that's pretty interesting yeah um but it, i'm not gonna talk a lot about the um hi <laughs> we're oh, having a oh. sneak peek of dinner huzzah Thank you. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to go too much in detail about all of these things. They're all going to be in my show notes. Very easily accessible. If you want to watch them, please feel free. Um, If you want to know exactly what happened in the episode, again, you can go to this Wikipedia. I feel the same way about that. I just don't want to reiterate something that y'all can go watch yourself. There's like times where I feel like it's, it'll be so intense that I want to tell you about it. And then there's times where I'm like, okay, there's like, here's a, like the two notable things. And then there's some other stuff, but you can just go watch it. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the ghost adventures one was pretty interesting. They believe. And I think that that's a lot of why they get a lot of, of course they believe it's fucking Bilbo Baggins. He believes in everything. (laughs) Unicorns and rainbows. And (laughs) okay. So in terms of paranormal activity, reports include doors slamming, disembodied voices footsteps doors mysteriously being held shut on you screams in the night and even full body apparitions sounds terrifying um visitors have also described seeing shadow people and being untouched and being touched by unseen hands no however most of the spirits at rolling hills seem to be helpful and appear when you call for help Okay, so if one ghost is fucking with me, yell help to the helpful ghosts. Yeah, Got there's it. one in particular that we're going to talk about. Ooh, um, tell me more. Between 3 <laughs> and 5 a.m., shadows are often seen in the east wing on the first and second floors. Um, sl- sliding sounds and footsteps are often heard on the second floor from above. Sliding sounds? But there's no third floor. Duh. So, like, what are you on the roof? 
I'm not okay with this. Nope. Are you, uh, are um, the uh, the man of uh, the the apparition of a man with a goatee has also been seen walking around in the west or in the east wing. Sorry, and music has been heard coming from the music room in the west wing. I can't tell if there's because there's a room called the organ room, like organ like be do 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 like the instrument. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say um organs. <laughs> we're talking about a hospital here. You need to clarify. <laughs> no, no. But and so I couldn't tell if the organ room and the music r- room were one and the same. Okay. So I'm gonna talk about. I'd like to assume they probably. I, were. I'm assuming they are, but they call it the music room here. So I was like, maybe this is different. I don't know. But anyway, music is heard from there. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> um, former superintendent George Fleming, who planted all those trees in oh, cool. the 1950s, I think I said, 51. Um, he died, actually, on the third floor in his room from a stroke. I thought you just said there was no third floor. On one of the... one of the Different building. Different building there Got is. It. I yeah, was like, yeah. wait a second. There <laughs> is a third floor, but not in the, <laughs> weas- and not in the east wing. Okay, okay. Um, I was like, you just said... No, there is a third floor. Um, I got it. On, in, because you'll kind of see when I post the pictures on um, Instagram, it's like an annex kind of. That's okay. like you have to walk through like a hallway to get to to it. Okay. So I like, got you. It, it's just it's it's the same building, but it's connected by a different yeah. way, and so they just didn't build a third floor. I don't know why. Um. So he died in his room on the third floor from a stroke. Um and coughing is heard a lot in this area especially in evps is this the tuberculosis place that too i'm not the whole building was a was a tuberculosis ward so it's possible that it could be anybody but they hear it a lot in his room um people tend to feel sick they feel the need to flee they hear coughing and gurgling sounds they're overwhelmed by coughing fits. They can't breathe. And this all happens in this general vicinity. Gross. Okay. So now we're going to get around to this helpful ghost. This Ooh. one in particular. Um, they believe that this is the ghost of Roy Krause, who was an inmate at Rolling Hills that okay. suffered from gigantism. Oh, okay. Don't believe Bilbo Baggins when he said he suffered from giantism. That's not what it is. It's gigantism. I love Bilbo Baggins, but he's kind of. What the fuck? Like literally like two seconds later, another lady says he suffered from gigantism and he literally called it giantism like two seconds before. He's he's not the brightest sometimes. (laughs) So gigantism is a condition which is characterized by an excessive growth and rewind. Gigantism is a condition which is characterized by excessive growth and height caused by the overproduction of growth hormones in childhood. It has something to do with your pituitary glands. Okay. Um, this condition gave him protruding facial features, very large hands and feet, and he, at the end of his life, was seven and a half feet tall. He has, like, if you go to his room today, so they he, still have his bed. He was Seven foot six inches. Yeah. Tall guy. Holy. They still have his bed at the facility. You can lay in it. It's huge. He kept it? Yeah, it's just like the frame. But you can lay on it. Where did they store that when it was a mall? I think maybe they only used part of it as the mall. They used part of it for storage. Okay, that's fair. But now they've moved that's things fair. Well, back. You said it was huge, so there's multiple It's buildings. big, yeah. But dang. Um, he was the son of a prominent banker 
from Syracuse. Ooh, hello. Um, <laughs> but Roy was a humiliation to his family, and he was surrendered to the Genesee County home at age 12. That's rude. And remained there until he died at age 62 in 1942. How rude. How rude. Mm-hmm. He was told that his parents would be back to pick him up, but he, they never came back. That's so sad. He managed to become very well educated while working and living at the Genesee County Poor Farm. Heart just broke. And he was known to love opera. Yay! He was an opera lover. He would have loved you. I know. I'm going to go there and I'm going to sing for him. Oh my God, you should sing. I know. Oh my God, he'll probably show up for you. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's going to be cool. Okay, sorry. That's awesome. Anyway, keep going. I've got to find out from Sharon what his favorite opera was. Yes. Because I'll learn it. Um, So he was a kind and gentle man, literally a gentle giant. Aww. Like, and today many visitors see his tall silhouette roaming, roaming the, ha- the halls of the asylum. There's actually a guy who said that he saw his shadow block out an exit sign. Oh, fuck. Like... They block like, out the light from an exit sign. It like sounds so terrifying, but then you think about who he is he's and like, guy. you know, he's just a sweet person. So you're like, ah! oh, hi. <laughs> so there's a story that I found on a, in a couple of sources. It's a story directly from Sharon herself. Mm. Um, I'm going to be reading the quote from um, Weird New Jersey, which is where I found this the full story. Okay. Um, Sharon tells a story about running into a rat in the infirmary. About two months after buying Rolling Hills. It says moving into Rolling Hills, but she did not move in. She does not live there. Um, (laughs) Terrified by it, she screamed and ran away. The very next day, she found the rat dead on the stairs, blood oozing from its mouth as if its neck had been broken. On the wall above the rat was a giant bloody handprint. Sharon believes that the ghost of Roy witnessed her distress and killed the rat for her. I mean, thank you, but dang. This (laughs) print is still there. No. And Sharon actually showed it to the BuzzFeed Unsolved guys when they went. Does she have like a clear frame over it? I would literally like have a frame over it. No, I don't think so. I would like take the back off a frame and put it over it and be like, nobody can fuck with this. (laughs) Don't touch it. Like, I don't want it to fade. I don't want it to like (laughs) somebody to accidentally sneeze on it. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, there's a print there. I mean, I wouldn't move it. I wouldn't wipe it away. I'd be like, thank you, Roy. Hello, protector. Um, the <laughs> Ghost Adventures actually thinks that they captured a picture of him as well in their episode. Ooh. They took a picture with an infrared camera and caught like a weird shadow that was huge. That's amazing. They were like, this is giant. Oh, I really do have chills. So, yeah. <laughs> but he's like a nice guy. Doesn't really seem to be wanting to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Just there. That's where he lived like his whole life. That's and so cool. And from his and from what I understand of his experience, he had a generally good experience at the poor farm. Not everyone did, but he seemed to. <laughs> and I want to sing opera for him. <laughs> Roy! Roy, I want to sing opera for you. I can see that. I'm just going to be like, Libya, Libya. Well, can you imagine how amazing that's going to sound in that place? <gasps> it's probably empty and it's probably a lot of concrete and it would probably echo fucking beautifully. Oh, my God. Yes. We got to go. We're going to have a concert for Roy. Oh, my God. Um, The next 
entity that you might find while exploring Rolling Hills. Sorry, my brain was just like, one night only. Recital! Macy's opera recital. Purely for Roy. (laughs) Purely for Roy. Take it for one. (laughs) And everyone else who's coming because I'm not going in there by myself. Um, (laughs) But it's mainly for Roy. (laughs) But it's for Roy. I'm just going to be like, this one's for you, Roy. (laughs) I'm just chicken shit. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And he comes in the room and I'll run away. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be fucking alone either. (laughs) No, no. I'll be like, everybody stand really close. <laughs> I know you're friendly, but God, please, <laughs> please don't. Please. I don't know what the spirits can do. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits, the spirits. Uh, <laughs> so the the next entity that you might find roaming around Rolling Hills is the screaming lady. Um, it is not quite known who this woman is, but it is believed that she is the spirit of Phoebe White who lived at the asylum for 56 years, and she was the first person to live at the asylum. Oh, shit. Um, Some believe that the woman's spirit is simply trying to communicate a message to visitors and that when she can't, she screams out of frustration. But That's scary. These screams are (laughs) so loud that they can be heard outside of the building. Nope. Loud, long, painful-sounding screams. I'm good. Literally, I'm not fucking joking watching the ghost adventures episode one of the guys is sitting in a room completely alone and they were like oh we enhanced this audio you didn't need it because i'm sitting there watching and i'm like taking notes furiously right and like all of a sudden he's like is anybody here it's not zach it's one of the other guys yeah i can't remember it's not aaron i can't remember what his name is jay or billy or is it an older episode it's an older episode it's like second seasons probably nick okay so he's like Oh, is anybody here with me? And all of a sudden you hear like, you hear a scream. I looked up. I thought something was in the room with him. Oh my God. But you hear it from like down the hall. It was scary. Like he just was like, whoa, what did you hear that? And then they're like, we enhanced the audio. I actually thought you could hear it better without them enhancing Enhancing it. it. (laughs) Like... I heard it with my own ears. I think those are the freakiest ones. The yes. ones that you can hear in the moment. And they're like, did you hear that? And it's like, yes, bitch. I absolutely heard it. I was like, you you heard it. It was scary. That is terrifying. Um, Another ghost that you might encounter at Rolling Hills is a not so friendly one. Mm. Her name is Nurse Emmy. The nurses are never nice. Um, And she is, she has a room that she frequents. That was her bedroom. What, what room is this? Um, Her own bedroom that she slept in. I can't oh, remember. There's what no like it's. number or anything. I can't remember. All right, cool. um, I just won't go in that one. Let me see. Wait. Visitors. Her room on the third floor of the West Wing. Cool. Because the West Wing has a third floor. Cool. I'm not going and on the that's third floor where of the that, West Wing. <laughs> and that's where that other guy died. Cool. I'm not going there. <laughs> and I think that might have been where a lot of the staff were housed was in the West Wing. So she frequents her room on the third floor of the West Wing and the infirmary. What? I just made my chair squeak and I freaked out because I thought something was behind me. <laughs> I literally like went like this. Ghost. It was like. <gasps> um, so Nurse Emmy Atworth, Altworth, Altworth, sorry, um, was the head nurse and was known for her cruelty towards the inmates. God. She was hated and uh. feared um, by staff members and inmates alike. Um, there were even rumors that she practiced witchcraft mm. and often performed black magic and satanic rituals at the facility. That's fucked. Uh, visitors hear laughing like a woman's cackle in the infirmary. Fuck no. Men 
are groped and touched Ugh. in her room on the third floor. Um, <laughs> she actually belonged to a coven. Oh, that was still in existence as of 2010 when I watched the um, Ghost Adventures episode. That's when that came out. That's when that aired. The coven broke into the asylum in 2004 and performed a ritual in the organ room, which I think is the music room. I wish you could see my face right now. The staff found candles, circles drawn, and feathers on the walls. Oh, no, no, no. This was before Sharon bought it. But, like, she talked about it. No. And her staff talked about it. Absolutely fuck not. So that's (laughs) not great. That's not um and actually i think that this room um this um music room organ room whatever Mm -hmm. is in a hallway that's very specific we're gonna talk about that in a minute you're scaring me you're smiling and i don't like that (laughs) okay you look way too happy i'm going (laughs) i'm I'm like going through this with like the entities that they like kind of know are there yeah and then i'm gonna go through some of the areas that are hot spots in the in the facility okay um, so the next um, entity that they n- know of yeah. is named Raymond. And he is also not very nice. But um, everybody loves Raymond. Not this Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm You're going to find out why you don't like this Raymond. <laughs> I'm almost done he's, with my wine. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's icky. He's icky. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Raymond resides in the morgue slash basement area. Which is all kind of one area. Okay. The morgue is in the basement. So gotcha. There you go. Um, one thing that I, I read mentioned that he was a maintenance man. And then I watched an, an, one of my ghost shows. And they said that he was a problematic patient. Don't really know. But Raymond. I um, mean, they, they could work there, though, couldn't they? Yeah. To earn money. So he could have been so a maintenance man. So he could have been an inmate that worked that as a maintenance man. That was a maintenance man. man. Okay. Exactly. Um. He was known to attack staff and patients. Um, he was accused of sexual misconduct with minors while outside. Everybody does not love Raymond. And he was also accused of molesting young girls at the facility. God, certainly everybody does not love Raymond. Because Fuck. this place was an orphanage as well. Orphans went there. Yeah. Why was there no... Why... <sighs> So in these areas... Okay, you know, I know times are different, but there had to be at least someone in that time that was like, maybe we shouldn't put the orphans with the guys that like to molest little children. (laughs) You know. You know, that would just make too much fucking sense. (laughs) Just a thought. Just a thought. Just a fucking thought. Um, So in these areas, females report being touched inappropriately. Of course. And like I said, he likes to zero in on women in the basement. Oh, lovely. Um... There is a tunnel system in this place. What? That runs underneath. Can we go in it? Yes. Yes. Underneath the uh, facility. Um, in the south wing, there is said to be a spirit of a boy, mm-hmm. a 10-year-old boy named Jack. He runs around, turns lights on and off, is kind of a prankster. He likes to play with you. You hear laughter. You feel tugs on your clothes, those kinds of things. Yeah. It's actually really interesting because Destination Fear got a lot of activity with him. Really? With like, the, they did a spirit box session where like the little, um, it's not this, 
maybe it's not a spirit box maybe it's the ovulus or oculus well, i think it's ovulus. ovulus the thing that like brings up the words yeah ovulus ovulus so th- he would it would bring up words like bike and like like little kid words that like you would associate with a little kid he wants to play yeah so he's Sad. just a mischievous little kid don't really know why he's down there but how did he die where did he die who knows because there's so many undocumented deaths exactly hey there fellow true crime aficionados we are the host of bad axe podcast i'm danielle and i'm aaron join us every thursday for twisted true crime tales the bad deeds and the supernatural We've covered family annihilators, cold-blooded baby daddies, cannibals, and even people who blame zombies, ghosts, and voodoo for their bad acts. Bad acts. If you like fresh stories and new perspectives on crime, bad acts will be your new jam. Stay safe out there, you big baddies, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm Edward October, and I'm here at the October Pod Ranch in the Great Smoky Mountains. Almost every night here, there's a ghost story party around the campfire. In my family, we believe that scary stories are best told around a roaring fire with a bottle of wine. That's why bold individualists everywhere choose Octoberpod for their retro horror thrills. Our stories are so good because they're told with such care. Understated, moody, and above all, chilling. Why don't you join us? For retro horror of impeccable taste, choose Octoberpod. Find us on YouTube or at OctoberpodVHS.com. Octoberpod. Retro horror for bold individualists. Okay, so we're starting to get into the areas here that are kind of hot spots. Yes. One of them is called Hattie's Room, and it is in the East Wing. It's located on the first floor. Okay. Uh, EVPs have been captured of an elderly woman saying hello in this room. Mm, hi. Literally caught it on Ghost Hunters. Goodbye. Go, no, Ghost Adventures. Sorry. Literally caught an EVP of someone saying hello. Nope. Um, <laughs> They'd be like, hello. I'd be like, ah, bye. <laughs> this is uh, believed to be the spirit of Hattie, a former inmate who was blind, and who would yell hello to get the attention of staff and oh and other people. So it might possibly just be residual. I would say that sounds energy. Resi- it, does, it sounds residual, but that's just also kind of sad. Like yeah, she, she would just go hello. Blind and just like didn't know if somebody was there or not. And just had to sit there and basically shout hello until somebody responded. Exactly. And they were probably assholes. And she probably sat there screaming hello, which is why it's residual. Exactly. Yep. Sad. I don't think that her spirit is actually there. I think it's probably just residual. Energy. That is sad. <laughs> um, the next place we're going to talk about is Shadow Hallway. I don't like the name of that. It sounds spooky. It's on the second floor of the men's dormitory leading to the infirmary. Visitors see shadow fi- figures no. that walk in and out of doorways. Absolutely not. Peek out of doors. Fuck no. And even crawl on the floor. Oh, I yeet. I would yeet myself out the nearest exit and i don't care if it's a window like <laughs> sharon believes that one of the rooms is has a portal or a vortex in it and oh, i'm wondering i don't know for sure i wonder if the organ room is on this floor in this particular hallway 
where they did the ritual. <gasps> I just wonder. Oh. They never said for sure, but she did say that there is we a. We definitely have to go. We need to get answers. We need to get. I need to get answers. Honey, just speak with the spirits, please. <laughs> and this is a direct quote from Sharon Coyle from WeirdNewJersey.com. This is where we see a lot of shadow people. When you look down toward the infirmary section, you start to see shadow people and they could look like you and I. Solid. They can be light gray, medium gray, dark gray, or pitch black. They could be a normal human shaped or an amorphous shape. They come in and out of doorways, walk across the hall. Sometimes they'll poke an arm or a leg out. Sometimes they'll crawl on the floor. And that can be creepy especially if you're sitting on the floor during an investigation and one is coming at you <gasps> because you can actually see the shadow moving towards you. I would throw up. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I'd have, like, if I didn't have time to eat, I would just throw up. Like, there would be no other <laughs> And then the ghost would be like, ew. <laughs> projectile vomit. And hopefully the ghost would go in the other direction. The ghost, like, ew, gross. It's like crab walking towards me and I just projectile vomited it. That's crab my... walking? <laughs> I'm going to do that to you. Oh, my. If you do that, I'm going to eat you out a window. Can I get, like, one of those black suits that, like, covers oh my, my face? I'm going to be like, oh, my like morph suits. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get a morph suit and, like, come crab walking at you down the hallway. I would be like, listen, Sharon, I mean, no disrespect by this, but I need to put on this morph suit because I need to scare the piss out of my friend right now. <laughs> I need to scare the piss out of my friend. <laughs> she has a nightmare about somebody crab walking at her. <laughs> I, I have to do it. I want to watch no, her I cry. I would never do that. Never do that. <laughs> um, there is also a psychiatry and solitary confinement area of the building. Um, there are iron. I just lost my place. Motherfucker. There are iron brackets that stick out of the cement walls in this very small room in the basement. These would have been used to shackle inmates to prevent them from injuring themselves or others. Um, however, it wasn't only criminals who would be locked I was just going to say, I mean, to prevent themselves from injuring themselves, that's fine. I just also feel like it was probably just used because they were like, you're being an asshole and let's chain you mm -hmm. up. Like this is um, a direct quote from Sharon from NewYorkGhosts.com. Back in the day... They didn't understand that you probably had a medical issue, Alzheimer's, epilepsy, Tourette's syndrome, Asperger's syndrome, or you were an unruly wife. Back then, if a man couldn't control his wife, he'd say, I'm going to lock you up. There were many, many reasons why they'd lock you up. So this area was not good. They would literally lock up women when they were fucking on their periods. They would lock up women who were going through fucking, um, wow. Wow brain just forgot a word menopause thank you oh that's I, like, I, I was like you're talking brain, about periods so. well, my brain kept saying menstruation and i'm like that's not the word i mean that's a period <laughs> I, I, that's the thing i was like i just said period that's not what i'm gaming for like that's like not what i want oh my god i got it it's good <laughs> um like i said there is another area here that is a hot spot mostly for raymond it is the morgue there is a large embalming table Two large fridges, nope. like industrial size fridges, Fuck, that no. were used to s store corpses. Do they still work? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to ask. And there is um, there is an industrial steel sink in there as well. Visitors report seeing items being moved, hearing disembodied voices, and even being pushed down to the floor. Um, people who also go near the slab, which I'm assuming is like the table, the table. feel sick. And according to this guy from a uh, show that I watched called Ghost Asylum. Oh, no. <laughs> get disorientated. 
Ah, I always hate when I get disorientated. I can't. It's like these five guys, they're so Southern. And he's like, I went down there and I sat on the slab and I got so disorientated. And I was like, you sound so fucking dumb. How do you have your own show? And I don't. He was disorientated by his giantism. (laughs) No, Roy was a good giant. He wasn't stupid. He had gigantism. He had gigantism. (laughs) Not giantism. Fucking Bilbo Baggins and this ghost asylum. Jesus. Um, there, uh, Sharon says that there are also people that feel like they're getting their innards scrambled. Oh, like all what? of a sudden they'll get like a terrible stomach ache or like feel nauseous. She's like probably like they're getting a fucking autopsy. Oh, that would make sense. That's gross. I don't like that. Yuck. Um, if I felt that I'd be like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Don't yeet. touch me. Leave my insides alone. Um, <laughs> there is another room, which is really weird. It's yes. called the Christmas room. Oh, uh, Why? It is in the basement of the East Wing, and it's permanently decorated for Christmas. Oh, what? What? Why? With a Christmas tree and everything. I don't like this. This is the room where the children in the facility would go go to meet Santa during the holidays. No. And re- there are reports of toys moving as uh, if a child has been playing the with them. Nope. Um, apparitions of children have also been reported. Yep. Orbs are often seen in pictures in this room. Hmm. And there are reports of EVPs that are in response to people reading books, like ah. children's books. Nope. They'll read, go to fuck, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah, I'll go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> I got it. That's great. <laughs> um, so this is a direct quote from ghoststory.co.uk. Um, Rolling Hills resident investigator Susie Yenser relates one chilling experience at Rolling Hills. It was September 2007, whilst carrying out a public ghost hunt. We had a gentleman with us who was filming a documentary about the building. He wanted to perform an experiment in one of the rooms. The room he chose was the was in the basement, popularly known as the Christmas room. The experiment involved sitting in the room with no lights or equipment on. The only light we could use was a pink glow stick in the middle of a circle of people. Fuck no. We also placed a small ball and a toddler-sized rocking horse in the circle. Mm-mm. The gentleman conducted the experiment. Oh, the gentleman in conducting the experiment. Sorry. What other size rocking horses are there? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, isn't it only for a child? <laughs> Is there adult-sized rocking horses um, on my wall? Please give that to me. I would like one. <laughs> I want one that looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> I will take the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Anyway. Um, <laughs> the gentleman conducting the experiment requested that only I talk and try to make contact with the spirits. The more I talked, the more est- the more strange occurrences began to happen. The glow stick started to move back and forth, and the rocking horse began to slowly rock. A few of the guests in the room, including myself, saw a hand and an arm come out of nowhere nope. and reach for the ball in the circle Yeet. and then just vanish. Yeet. No, thanks. <laughs> I have yeeted. <laughs> There's also a room called the smoking room. Only found this in one source. Could not find it anywhere else. I think it was probably where people who smoke cigarettes once ago. Oh, that's fair. Um, Women who are visiting the facility are often told to be careful in this room. There are reports of an entity that gropes women's breasts in there. Yeah, that seems like a theme throughout this place. Yeah, yeah. So that's gross. Um, So (laughs) why is this facility so haunted? Um, because shit was fucked. Because <laughs> shit was fucked. I've got answers. Um, and this, <laughs> I have the answers. Um, Sharon Coyle says, um, and this is another quote from WeirdNewJersey.com. It's the only, fa- it's the only home that a lot of these people ever knew. 
they felt attached to this place. Some of them lost their homes. They were widows and orphans, and they developed their own family and friends here. So I think a lot of people felt comfortable here. They didn't want to leave. So we treat our spirits like they are really, really breathing, living people. You are not wrong. And there's also a power grid across the street and landlines very close by. Yeah, that would fuel it. So that probably doesn't help. Ghost Asylum, which is ridiculous, guys. Please, you can watch it if you want to laugh. I would say I kind of want to watch it because I want to laugh. Just laugh. They're like Ghostbusters. I'm going to talk tell you about it at the end. Oh, no. Um, it's hilarious. I could, <laughs> I would almost like belly laughed. I just like couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> but they actually went across the street to, to where this grid is because uh-huh. it's like literally across the street. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and he like got his electromagnetic reading right over yeah. there. And then he walked like 20 feet. Bless you. I'm good. Okay. It went away. It like went halfway up my nose and then stopped. We're good. <laughs> it's if you say bless you soon enough. I swear. I s- it, it, it did kind of stop when you said bless you. Yeah, see? Oh, see? Scary. Um, he walked over there. He walked over there, got his initial reading and was like, wow, shit, there's a lot of electromagnetic vibes. But then he walked yeah. like 20 feet back towards the facility and it was like nothing. So like they think okay. it could be fueling the activity, but it's not affecting like it's not like that is what's causing the activity. Yeah, it's it's definitely being used, but it's not like the definite. it could be the fuel for them, but it's not like the activity is stemming from the electromagnetic. Yeah. It would be more like forces in the area. The, the forces are pulling that that electromagnetic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stronger ones anyway, because if you exactly. walk away and it hits zero and it goes down really low, unless you're a really strong entity, you can't pull from that from far away. Like- exactly. Exactly. Um, so, like I said, you can visit this place. If you go to rollinghillsasylum.com, you can make an appointment to tour the facility during the day or do one of their many ghost hunts in the evenings. I want to. All tours and ghost hunts must be reserved and paid for in advance. Um, and volunteers offer six separate tours ranging anywhere between an hour long guided tour to their eight hour long lockup. I want that one. Where guests get free run of the building for the evening. I want that one. So the public tours and ghost hunts, there's a self-guided walking tour that's one hour long. It's $10 a person. There's a guided historical tour two hours long, which is $20 a person. And a guided flashlight tour, which is probably more towards the evening time. Again, two hours, and that's $25 a person. I feel like I'd want to do, like, the daytime tour. That's an Just hour for the long. historical stuff. Just for the historical stuff. Just so I can see the building in daylight. Right. And then I want right. to do the eight-hour right. lockup. Um, and then there's a three-hour psych hold, which is $30 a person. A four-hour detained, which is $40 a person. A five-hour ICU, which is $50 a person. And an eight-hour captive ghost hunt, which is $65 a person. Done. There are also <laughs> private ghost hunts that you can sign up for. There's a four-hour winter quarantined hunt, which is $500 up to 10 people. So expensive. Um, and that's available through December, uh, from December through the spring, any day of the week. Um, and it's a four-hour block between noon and midnight. There's a four-hour midweek quarantine, same price. Um, it's available spring through September on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights from 7 p.m. to 11. Okay. There's an eight-hour midweek quarantine, which is six hundred and seventy-five dollars for ten people, um, which which is like six hundred. It's like sixty-seven dollars and fifty cents each if you bring ten people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this is available spring through September, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. And then there's an eight-hour private quarantined hunt, which is $1,050. Oh, God. For up to 10 people. And that's available Fridays and Saturdays from May to September from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. So expensive. Um, they also do a haunted house event at the facility called Jack's Revenge, um, which runs from early October to early November. Uh-huh. The asylum is decorated with spooky decor and filled with actors. And following the haunted house, you can join a three-hour ghost hunt that lasts until 3 a.m. And tickets are generally generally around $30 a person. That sounds fun. Um, and this is based on a legend, um, and this is from wonderlustonabudget.com. Um, legend says that Jack Banyan was committed to the asylum on Halloween night in 1943. He escaped exactly 30 years later on October 31st, 1973, and left behind a note on the wall written in blood, you're all going to pay. And Jack was never seen again. That's the legend that this is based on. Goodbye. <laughs> um... So that's basically all I have about the asylum. What I'm going to kind of talk about now is like the various episodes that I watched on this and just kind of tell you if they're worth watching or not. Okay. Okay. So like I said, there were five separate episodes that I watched on this. The first one that I watched was BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's only like, what, 20 minutes long. It's not a very long episode. Never very long. And they're not serious. One of them isn't. One of them is very serious. But the uh, but they did get some interesting stuff. Um, they went really to, they went to the they went into the Christmas room, and got some weird stuff. Did um, the skeptic? No. Damn it! Nothing happened to him. It, you know, I mean, you can watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. But I got a lot of like actual historical information from them. Not so much ghost and in, ghosty information. Yeah, they do. I found that they do a pretty good job with their historical, their details and things. But then they get into it and it's just like. He jokes around. The other one jokes around. I forget what their names are. Shane and something. It's not Ryan, is it? No, it might be Ryan. Ryan and Shane. I can't remember. I'm really bad. I know one of them is Shane. I think Shane's the skeptic. Mm-hmm. But I did. He literally s- goes down the hall and be like, Satan, come get me. Well, that's the thing. And I can't remember if I talked about it. I think I did. In Goatman's Bridge, they did the same thing. Yeah. They're literally at midnight sitting in the middle of Goatman's Bridge, which at that point, like the goat man is supposed to be conjured and like maul you to death if you don't get off the bridge. <laughs> and he's sitting in the middle of the bridge they're playing with a fucking Ouija board. Nope. And he's like, yeah, goat man, this is my bridge now, bitch. Like, fucking just. They're it, not serious about it. And it's just like, I, you know, at least when Bill Wagons antagonizes, he does it because he believes and he thinks it pisses him off and brings him out. This kid just does it because he doesn't believe and he just wants to fuck around. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're not going to get anything when you don't believe. Exactly. That's like when we went ghost hunting with the boys. It's. <laughs> <laughs> which and we're going back there this year without them <laughs> you, you like people have to remember that this is energy and if your energy isn't matching that energy they're not going to come out they're not going to come they're not going to show themselves to you if you're sitting there joking around being like hey ghosty ghosty like ha, 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 show yourself to me they're they're not going to show up for you yeah i didn't i they was like, Meh, like about it they're going to conjure themselves for those who can see them and those who want to believe yeah yeah that's so, what i believe sorry there, there you go. It was an interesting episode. <laughs> the guy that does believe had some stuff happen to him. 
did he really there was some there was some evidence guys just go watch it it was very little some evps hearing some whispers thing like them hearing a like a folding chair dragged across in another room things like that but like when the actual skeptic guy went to go do anything nothing happened and it's because the ghosts like no they're like i'm not coming out for you because you're stupid as fuck yeah um the next episode i watched was called (laughs) it is ryan (laughs) oh yes (laughs) okay um the next episode that i watched was called ghost asylum oh no oh my god guys (laughs) if you want to see like what like uh what what is it vinkman or whatever from like if you want to see like a real life ghostbuster that's what these guys think they are oh my god they like i said the one guy got so disorientated 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 and they brought a they brought a cake for nurse emmy because like it was her hundred and somethingth birthday and like they were like oh they sang to her and that was like interesting because they got a lot of activity when that happened um but they weren't really sure they were talking to nurse emmy and nurse emmy is not a friendly spirit but actually guys just so you know they do do birthday parties for roy like legitimate ones are you serious yes like they bring him cakes and stuff when's his birthday i want to go i forget but like one of the episodes that i watched they were like it was like his hundred and like 33rd birthday oh my god like around that time that's so, so cool they actually do birthday parties for him and like i love i'm like about roy so like i'm gonna go sing some opera for him anyway <laughs> but these guys like legitimately think they're ghostbusters they brought some kind of contraption that was supposed to like admit oh my god i should have written down what it was supposed to do it didn't do anything <laughs> so like i kind of was like this is dumb but um it's like this big box like okay so you know how like the ghostbusters when they like catch a ghost it goes into that little box and it, yeah like, they goes have- and then they, like they hold it up and it moves yeah it's a it's bigger than that but um it's supposed to emit some sort of like um electromagnetic energy and draw the spirit in and then basically they're supposed to be able to like not cross the streams and put it in the box <laughs> and then it closes on the spirit um they brought it home and there was nothing in the box and i was like because you can't do that it's not real that's ghostbusters this is not a movie and shit doesn't work <laughs> like that <laughs> like, and like, well, like do, do you think sharon would be very happy that you're stealing one of her ghosts well, probably not i would be i literally was ups- i was incensed <laughs> You are not Bill Murray. This does not work. <laughs> I, I was like, you are not the best in your role. Excuse me. Please give me my ghost back. Um, I mean, they were trying to catch Raymond. So, like, I guess that's good. But at the same time, like, I'd be like, excuse me. Why are you trying to take my ghost? I own this property. This ghost is mine. <laughs> you are not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to just take my ghost. That's, um, I think that's a rule. I think it's the Lizzie Borden house has that rule you're like not allowed to perform any kind of seance or exorcism except for fucking bilbo baggins because he literally did that in there yeah because he's a fuck um because he probably makes them sign something that says bilbo baggins is allowed to do whatever he fucking wants. i am bilbo baggins <laughs> i am bilbo baggins um <laughs> do as i say well now not got, as i do now it's got different owners too but that you're you're like not allowed to do that because they're like you can't that's the whole point of this places like you know we bring in people because it's haunted you can't just start exercising ghosts because that's we, like literally our business it's called dark tourism yeah look it up <laughs> if you guys didn't know there isn't there is like a series on netflix called dark tourism it's really cool there's this guy that goes to like all around the world to like these like cool places when we go he went 
when we go to Boston, I want to take you on the ghost tour. <gasps> there's like I want to go on the ghost tour. There's like a two hour long ghost tour oh. throughout Boston. So I'm excited about oh. it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, but he actually, you know, like those like really scary haunted houses where you have to like sign a waiver. Yes. And like have a safe word yep. to get out. He went on one of those <gasps> and he was like in there for like 20 minutes before he was like, let me out, let me out, let me out, let me out. Like, ah! so <laughs> if you, I honestly, I would never, ever, ever do that. So like, I I'm, I'm about being scared, but I'm not about you fucking touching me. I was like, I don't mind the ones where they can like bump you like you know i mean like i've been to ones where like they can like tap you like i got hit in the butt with a chainsaw but obviously it was a chainsaw without the fucking blades on it like and things like that but like if they can run up to me and grab me that's what grab I'm you cool. put you in a box lock you in it yeah put, put your head underwater like grab you like knock you over literally nah. make you think you're gonna die nah bro nah but it's <laughs> it's a netflix show it's called dark tourism if you're interested um, and so that was goes asylum. If you want a good laugh, please feel free to go get yourself disorientated. Um, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> um, the next one I'm going to talk about is, um, ghost hunters. They have an episode. They only did half an episode on rolling Hills. Oh, and they did not get anything. And I think it's because they didn't take it seriously. I say it's one of their earlier episodes because they it's stopped. It's in the second season. Oh, they stopped doing half episodes after a while. Mm-hmm. It's in the second yeah. or third season. And um, they like, there were bats in there. And like, they all got obsessed with the fucking bats. And so Stupid. like, like bats are cool. Like, I get it. But at the same time, you're there to look for ghosts. But <laughs> they didn't find anything. But that's part of the, t- that's part of TAPS, right? Is the whole point of their organization is to debunk stuff. <laughs> That, that is true they they have and they do say that they they go into it with the mindset of we're here to debunk before we are here to prove like we will debunk and then if if it's proven real we come up with solutions yeah which is really like, interesting because like now the episodes that you watch like the newer ones that just started coming out not like that at all i don't like ghost nation is that what it is I thought it was Ghost Hunters again. There's another Ghost Hunters now. I don't know if it's back. I don't know if Ghost Nation is done. They, like, stopped for a little while. Because Grant didn't want to do it. I would say Grant and Steve, like, split up. Listen, okay, I'm from Massachusetts. These guys are from Rhode Island. I, like, have seen. Do you know what happened? I've seen some of them in person. Like. What? They had. um, Did you see Tango? Yeah, I saw Dave and Tango. Ah! Who were my two favorite? I saw them. They had a table at one of. It was either Rhode Island Comic Con or Boston Comic Con. And I can't remember. But I remember, like, having a mini meltdown because for the longest time, Dave and Tango were, like, my people. I was like, I love these two. They're fucking hilarious. They're, like, I would be friends with these people. And I remember seeing them in person and just being like, huh? That's how I was with huh. Ryan Buell. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> I love you. I cannot not just thrust myself in front of you and be like, hello. But, I mean, the... I. They started out, their big thing in the beginning was like, they were plumbers by day and ghost hunters by night. <laughs> and literally, I don't know if they still did it. I don't know if they. Roto-Rooter. Yeah, it's Roto-Rooter. Roto-Rooter. <laughs> and they literally like would have, they'd like show them like driving around in the <laughs> Roto-Rooter van. <laughs> like, being like, we got another case. Like, <laughs> and I don't know why, I, I don't know why it fell apart. But there I was know something eventually with Graham and I think Grant. 
Grant. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. you're good. Um, <laughs> I think maybe something followed him home. Ooh, that and they're very family oriented. Both of them have families and wives. And do you know what's interesting though? <clears throat> the bald one. What's his name? That is Steve. Steve. Yes. He has a daughter who does it now. Yes. Is that what you were gonna say? Yes. I predict shit. When I when I when I watched Ghost Hunters, the new season of it, is she, she brings it? her on. Is she still in it? Oh my god. Yes. That's I remember she and her boyfriend do it. Oh my god. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I remember watching it growing up, and there's a point in Ghost Hunters where, in the very like the original series, he starts bringing her, and she's like fourteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. And she like captures a lot of shit because she's young. Yeah. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I just I think sorry. something Excuse followed me. Grant home, honestly. Cuz I do, they never say what happened, but I don't think it was any sort of falling out with them. If maybe maybe it was. But if you know anything about them, they're from like I said they're from Rhode Island. The mm-hmm. very first episode of Ghost Nation, it's in my hometown. Ah. Like I I drove past the house on a regular. I still do because it's on the way to my grandparents' house. Oh my god! The episode is really disappointing. Oh no! They capture like one EVP that was so quiet. I was like, "What is there something?" I there? hate that, especially and when Ghost Adventures is like, "This is what they said," and they like play it, and I'm like, "Okay, well now I can hear it." Because you what, wrote out what you I'll think say, it says. i say when they tell me what it says, I'm like, yeah, I can hear that. But there's a lot of times they play something. They're like, what do you think it says? And I'm like, this. And then they're like, I think it says this. And I'm like, how do you hear how, that? How, 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 <laughs> What? How, Bilbo? How? But yeah, no, that was, I was very disappointed. I was so excited because I remember, like, I remember when they filmed it. I remember it was a big deal because they were like, Ghost Nation is in Franklin. Because I grew up in Franklin, Massachusetts. Because... I don't live there anymore, so you can know that. Um, And I just remember, and I I thought it was, first of all, fucking hilarious, because they called it, it was like the house on something street, and that street is like the street over, and it's not (laughs) actually on the... I remember being like, I don't think that house is on that street. Is it on a corner? And Yeah. It's like like on a main road. It's literally literally on the way to my grandmother's house, and my sister's house. (laughs) That's scary. It's terrifying. (laughs) But they're from there. And so I have a book that they wrote. Um, and it's all about the cases that were prior to Ghost Hunters. Huh. It was like their very first. One of their very first cases was Franklin, Mass. One of their other very first episodes was in Bellingham, Massachusetts, which I lived in for a little while before I moved up here to New York. And I know exactly where that house is. My friends and I used to drive past it just to freak ourselves out. Like, And they captured creepy shit in that house. It was like children and they capture it like playing with this little plastic stroller. And Is you that liter- the one where they catch the EVP that's like, they don't want us? Maybe. I don't even. Oh, I don't you remember. hear that as clear as fucking day. I just remember watching there's they had a camera in one of the little kids rooms and there was one of those like it, it was less, like, a like a carriage, toy, like, like a, a push toy carriage yeah. and it's all plastic. It's like really tiny. It's like it's for like a, a doll. toy toy. It's for a doll. And you watch it and it like rocks forward like somebody's pushing it and it does it like three times and all of a sudden it just like jerks to a 90 degree like angle. Yuck. Nope. And I was like, well, you can't disprove that because there's nobody fucking there. That's like when they did the white, when they did the lighthouse 
and like you see the thing run up oh, the two up stairs the and block stairs. out the light. I remember that. That and you freaked see me it, out. Look it over the thing. Oh. Yes, because I remember watching that episode and being horrified. I watched it with my mother, and my grandfather was there too, and he was snoring. <laughs> he was not interested. But <laughs> not about this life. <laughs> their episode about Rolling Hills was really <laughs> underwhelming. I don't recommend watching it. It wasn't interesting. Honestly, they had, it was like one episode would be really good. And then the next would be like, okay, why I did noticed, you even put this on TV? I, There's nothing I here. I noticed that it just like, I was like, go, like skipping through to get to Rolling Hills because it's the second half. And it just mm-hmm. was getting shorter and shorter amount of time, shorter amount of time, shorter amount of time. It was like maybe 20 minutes of the whole episode. That's sad. And it was so sad because I had watched the Ghost Adventures episode before watching it. And I'd watched the Destination Fear episode before that. And they'd gotten a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck? How did you not get anything? But they didn't. Ghost Adventures got a ton of shit. Yeah. Really creepy EVPs. A lot in the basement. Ooh. A lot in the basement. Um. Bilbo was down there a lot trying to antagonize Raymond. It of worked. Course. Yep. They literally got someone saying, like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh. Like, lots of shit. Scary. And then, like I said, the woman screaming. Like, Goodbye. they got a lot of stuff, like, right <laughs> off the bat. It was pretty scary. No, thank you. And the last episode that I watched was Destination Fear. Yeah. And I really like Destination Fear mm-hmm. because... Part of it was, like, history, right? And then part of it is them walking through the entire asylum together. Yeah. And they got some weird stuff down in the tunnels with yeah. the little boy. And, like, they got some weird yeah. they got some weird stuff. But then they go off on their own. And they have to stay and sleep in these places. One of them, the girl, the sister, his sister, had to sleep in the morgue. Like, fuck no. I would be like, no, what the fuck? Like, of all places, fuck no. One of them slept in Nurse Emmy's room. One of them slept in the shadow hallway. Goodbye. No, wait, wait, wait. One of them slept in the shadow hallway. One of them slept in the th- on the hallway in the third floor, which is where Nurse Emmy's room is and where um, the superintendent's room was on the third floor of the West Wing. No. Nah. And then um, the main guy slept in Roy's room. And they get some weird shit. You go off on your own and you just hear things moving and you hear voices. And like, this place is definitely haunted. If you believe. If you believe. If you don't believe, they're like middle fingers to you. You're, see, people don't get that. It's like your energy is off-putting. They, they, they don't want to come near you. Yeah. They conjure themselves from energy. Yeah. like energy that is like matching their energy if you don't put it out there that you believe if you're not giving off that vibe they're not gonna grab onto it and of course they're not gonna show themselves to you right like they're gonna show themselves and you're gonna be like haha that was a cute like i don't even fucking know like what did you do hire an actor like nobody's gonna believe yeah. So they, yeah. they're not going to waste that energy. They can only do that so often. They only have so much energy. And it's like. I'm not going to waste it on somebody that doesn't believe in me. Exactly. Unless I want to scare the shit out of them. <laughs> I wish they would do. That, which I that. wish they would have <laughs> fucking done. I really wish. But Maybe we should lock Ryan and Tyler in the basement and be like, have fun, bitches. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. Tyler, like, literally wants to come. I know he listens to this. He's so he's like i want to come too <laughs> um, i'm like i know i know you do i know you do pat pat pat, <laughs> pat, 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 pat. 
He's like, I'd be interested. I wouldn't make fun. He can come to the tour. Yeah. We'll take him to the tour. And then I'll be like, now you have to stay in the morgue. (laughs) We're going to lock you in here. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Maybe that's how we get him to believe. We're just like, yeah, this is just like we're just going to chill and we're going to have fun. And just like, oh, my God, stay right here. I forgot something outside and just lock him in the morgue. (laughs) And door locked. And now he knows our plan because he listens. (laughs) Anyway. Hi, Tyler. Hi, He's like, please don't lock Nicole in my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, please don't lock me in the morgue. She's going to lock me in the basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, if anybody is interested in attending, <laughs> if any of our listeners are interested in attending a ghost hunt at uh, Rolling Hills Asylum with us, please let us know because it's expensive. <laughs> we've, we've gone around to all of our friends and been like. I've you, literally asked all of our friends. Would you, would you, would you want to go? You I'm trying to get hunt? to 10 people. <laughs> So that it's, like, cheap. I think if we did it right, we could have 10 people. But we'd have to do it on one of the weekday ones. So we'd have to, like, take, like, a day off or something. Because the one on Saturday, Sunday is so expensive. Like, I'm not paying $105 to stay stay somewhere for eight hours. To do exactly what I could do in the middle of the week for half the price. Exactly, exactly. So if anybody, (laughs) hit me up if you're interested. <laughs> we'll plan it. We'll plan it for the summer. I really, really want to go now and Justin, see some opera for Roy. Victoria. <laughs> Justin, Victoria! Patrons! All of our patrons. Please come. Help us. Help me. I'm, help me. Help me. I'm poor. <laughs> I can't I can't afford to not have ten people go. <laughs> help me, I want to go on this ghost hunt, but I need ten people to afford it. <laughs> it's like when we, like we talked about going to the Velisca house too. Oh my god. And I know. it's expensive to Is, go there. I said, wasn't as it well. almost just as much? Yeah. But you can only have like six people. No, it was like it was like up to ten, I think. Was it really? Okay. Yeah, it was up to ten and then after that you have to pay more. That was right. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Yeah. I'm afraid to go there. I'm afraid to go there. That place That's is... like literal demons. I would say people literally like sit in the middle of the house and they're nope. like, please don't touch me. I would sit in a salt circle. <laughs> in <there. laughs> Where's Nicole? In the room full of light with the salt around her. We'd be sitting inside the salt circle holding hands being like, please don't have anything happen. Please like, don't have anything happen. Please don't have anything I would happen. have every single light on inside a salt circle. Just be like. Except not at Melissa because there is no electricity. Oh, they have it exactly the way God, it was. I'd bring my own fucking lights. I'd be like, here, here is like, I no, I'd show up with like one of those fucking massive fucking like skylight things, the fucking Batman signal fucking shit. I'd, I'd be in the corner like, no ghost is going to get me. Yeet, 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 yeet. <laughs> I'd be like that guy. Well, is it, is it? I think it's ghost hunters where they go. It's like the, the Eastern State Penitentiary. Or whatever, there. Yeah. Where they're like, dude, run. That'd be me. I don't remember that. <laughs> It's like it's Dustin. I think it's the really tall guy. He like sees something and he's like, dude, run. <laughs> I remember that till the day I die. Anyway, guys. That's amazing. <laughs> coming out the gate strong with Rolling Hills Asylum. Hell yeah. That's that. I love it. I loved it. I had a great time researching it. I had a great time watching Bilbo. You had a grat tam. <laughs> I had a grat tam. I had a grat tam. While I was chicken crit. <laughs> I had a grat tam while I was researching ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. What is that from? Oh, SpongeBob. They're like ghost, ghost. The 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 slasher. Ghost. Ghost. (laughs) The the slasher. What's his name? The the hashing slasher. Hash slinging slasher. The hash slinging slasher. I bringing fast slinging, fast slinging, the hash slinging slasher. This is why you give me a mic stand. I can't be as dramatic when I 
I have a mic stand right now because I'm talking. I needed to hold something. I'm saying when I hold the mic, I feel like like I'm sitting over here, got my one hand on my hip, got the other, my elbows on my knee, and I'm just like, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. <laughs> just don't get smacked to the face. Fucking funny, bitches. Ah, ooh. <laughs> don't say anything about tasting and smack to the face. Keep my. Keep my wife's fucking name out your fucking mouth. (laughs) The slap heard across the world. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) But props to Chris Rock for handling that very gracefully. Like a champ. He did. I'm glad Will Smith has apologized. Maybe the joke was in bad taste. Maybe it was. But I think there were better ways to handle it. But I think that that was not the way to go about that. If you want my opinion on this, please just direct message me because I will tell you. Yeah, I'll write it up. Right I'll just write it out. I can't, it's too long, long for me to talk about. Long story short, Will Smith overreacted a little bit. Chris Rock's joke was still shit. It was insensitive, knowing that she has a, a medical condition. I'll say both parties were in the wrong, but Will Smith's response was not called for. Especially since he laughed at the joke initially. Yep. And then and then up, was like, oh shit, Jade is pissed. And then won an Oscar that they are now trying to uh, take away from him. Yeah, they so. said. I think they said there's going to be a decision by tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday, the thirtieth. Thirtieth. What today is? We. Yeah. So there's that. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway, Nicole, <laughs> where can they find us? <laughs> After that slight detour, detour. Uh, uh, if they would like, they can join our Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can hop right into our Patreon gra- glass. Oh God, I'm. A little tipsy. She drank all her wine really quick. Really quick. It's been gone for like an hour. Um, That's not true. <laughs> no, this episode's barely an hour and a half. It's been gone for like half hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can hop right into our Patron glass and swim through that tequila with us for one or two dollars a month. <laughs> swim through that tequila with us. Tyler was like, why do you call him the Patron glass? I don't get it because you drank wine. And I was like, it's alcohol. And it's called Patreon. And he was like, that's tequila. You know that, right? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly why we call it the Patron glass. Because we drink wine, but our our, our Patreons get the high class shit. They get Patron. You get Patron? <laughs> you get us drinking like fancy cocktails and shit. Exactly. Like on the reg. Exactly. Not all the time. Sometimes I'm just drinking sour beer. You know, sometimes we just, <laughs> sometimes we can't. Sometimes I'm lazy. Sometimes it's water. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't feel good today. <laughs> so I was say, sometimes we're dying uh, yeah. because we're human. <laughs> but we're only human. That was so pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. I like singing. I know. Okay, there you go. You're so good. Aw, thanks. Um, That's so nice. Okay, Patron glass. Anyway, our Patron glass, you can dive in for $1 or $2 a month. We are very, very cheap, cheap shots of vodka. Tequila. That's tequila. Tequila. Shit. Tequilas. I was so confident with that. I was like, vodka. I said vodka, and I went, "You're a moron." <laughs> Have you ever seen the tequila that has like the worm at the bottom? That is mezcal. That's disgusting. Yep. Um, I know you don't like the show, but Breaking Bad. Um, the guy that plays the two main characters. Um. Jesse and then I don't know the guy's name. Jesse and Heisenberg. I know his I know his meth dealing name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um they together have a brand of mezcal. Like that, for real in yes. real life. Yeah, in real life. <gasps> we have to try that. I'm a little bit afraid of the worm. I 
people literally eat it don't eat it just <sighs> pour the water but just pour it in i think it would gross me out it would be like if i saw a bug in my drink my drink i'd pour it out well that's okay we'll just pour you more with no bug so in just it. don't show me it and be like <laughs> let me drink it be like this is great tequila and i'll be like oh and i'll drink it and you'll be like there was a worm in that bitch and i'll vomit on you but i'll be like that's no, great no, 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 it's no. cool anyway <laughs> all right we're cheap dates <laughs> excuse me if you don't oh my lord why am i talking right now <laughs> if you join our patreon <laughs> you get lots of fun stuff we use it like a blog yes um every month you will get a special bonus mini um you that will isn't always a mini <laughs> so sometimes it's not a mini sometimes it's an unedited episode so you get all of the craziness that the happens in between silliness. sometimes there's some bonus content in those episodes um i know like there was a couple months ago i told some personal stories mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's uh every month you get and our and our unedited unedited episode with mp Priestley is on yes there, so. if you would like and the video you can see the video, the video of that on um there as well. we have a video interview that we did with the wonderful author mp Priestley um on his book about jack the ripper um which he's you, an amazing person he is a wonderful person i'm bringing him back someday i like never expected to be on a freaking skype call with him for like what like four it was hours. like three to four hours literally we had we, a great time with we him. like met him in the morning really early and did not think it was not early for him it was, early for say, us. It was like, <laughs> af- it was like <laughs> afternoon for him but it was i think it was like 10 a.m or something and we had only a couple hours and we ended up having to be like when you get home from your because he like well he suggested it I know he like because he runs all the Jack the Ripper tours in London. He runs the Jack the Jack the Ripper tour in London, which yeah, is like yeah, the yeah. only one you should go on because he probably he's there. He d- he has done the research. Literally, go and be um, like, I want to be on the tour that MP Priestley is doing. Seriously, he should be the only one giving you a tour. He's so good. I think he's the only one that's done the proper research in this world. But um, I never want to talk to anyone about Jack the Jack the Ripper case unless they've read his. I book. think I think our video with him is like three hours long. You can go watch awesome. the whole fucking thing and honestly i recommend you should he goes into so deep, knowledgeable deep details about all of the research he did he did an amazing job like what you know about jack the ripper is a is fucking wrong. lie it's a lie he, he it's i'm not i like going to rant right now but just <laughs> sign up for our patreon and go watch that video because i promise you you will not just be disappointed you'll come out of that being like oh my god I never knew anything about Jack the Ripper ever. No, nope, everything I knew was a lie. Exactly. Um, so one or two dollars a month, and all of that money goes to bettering this podcast for your earballs. Um, new we're, technology, yeah. merch, anything like that. We're That's- talking about merch coming November. Yes. Um, and that would probably be for patrons only at this moment because that's all yes. I can afford. So if you're interested, if more people sign up for the Patreon, we can afford more. But like I said. <laughs> If you're interested, <laughs> please go ahead and if you feel so inclined. And that is patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast. Patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast. Um, now that we've talked about that for 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> I like what on a rant. It's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to talk about MP. We can't like not talk about him for 20 minutes. can't not talk about MP Priestley. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so if you would like to check out our social media, we are on basically every platform you can find. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Buzzkillers Podcast. Buzzkillers Podcast. We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers Pod. Um, and we are on YouTube. Um, 
just so you guys know, we were taking a hot step back for a minute. We are going to be doing some updating on some old episodes. So our uploads to YouTube have stopped momentarily, but you can find most of our older episodes. We have a whole playlist dedicated to all of our YouTube sources and soon you will be getting some updated audio and it will be a complete upgrade. It's um, definitely going to be a summer project. Like I definitely yeah, need to get we, rid of some things in my schedule before we take on that. We project. have, it's, it's a big project. We know, you know, like we said before, guys, we were noobs. We started out, we, we've had no idea what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> I um, was like, sound, what do I do? <laughs> what is sound? This sounds great to me. <laughs> I know, yeah. And like, then you have to turn it all the way up. To know, everybody hear was it. like, best guess what? You were really fucking quiet. And I was like, huh, what? I was like, we sound fine. <laughs> um, but we are going to be doing some boosting of audio, and I promise you it's going to be coming back around. Um, it'll be a summer project, but for right now, YouTube's a little bit on halt. But we would appreciate if you'd go over there and even just hit that subscribe button. You'll be the first to know when we get that new audio up and running. Um, Thank and you for who, liking and subscribing. And who knows, you know, maybe we'll throw something up there special just for all of our YouTube subscribers. Yes. Um, if you want to find us, you're going to hop, have to hop in your search bar um, and search us. We are Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. But Killers colon a true crime podcast. She pointed to me. I did. I signaled her. I was like, go. Because <laughs> I like when you do that. <laughs> um, if we hit 100 subscribers, we can get our own customer URL and you will not have to search us. Yeah. Um, Much easier. So please, while you're over there, subscribe. Thank you. We would appreciate it. Um, and obviously if you would like to listen to us more than you already currently are, we are all over the place on basically every platform you can get a podcast from. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible. We are on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and of course our very wonderful host platypus, Podbean. We love them. They are awesome. If you are going to start a podcast, I recommend Podbean because they have just been so easy to use. They have very self-explanatory, great sources. Hard. Like we've never had a problem with them. They have been absolutely fantastic from the start, and it's been almost two years. So recommended Podbean. Give them your moolah; they will help you. Exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, we have our very own wonderful website, which is BuzzKillersPodcast.com. BuzzKillersPodcast.com. Um, if you hop over there, you can check out the wines that we have tried. You can learn a little bit about Macy and I. You can even go onto our contact page and write us a lovely message. We'd love that. Um, just fill out our little form and hit that submit button and it will go straight to our Gmail. Um, and if you don't want to use the website, you can actually email us directly. We are buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and send us anything you want. Send us case recommendations. Send us monthly topic recommendations. If we've talked about a case that you have personal experience with, you know, send us some corrections. Send us your stories. Send us your own personal true crime or paranormal experiences. We'd love to do some listener tales, you know, talk about you guys and yeah, share your wonderfulness with the world. <laughs> <laughs> we already share your wonderfulness with the world. We love um, you guys so much. We've already done a couple listeners choice months where people have picked the topics for us. And I think it's fantastic. I love when our writers are writers. Christ. Beep, beep, beep. When our subscribers write into us. That's yes. where I'm trying to go. Um, yes. It's so much fun because it's cases I've never heard of. I was going to say, like, I've, I've had that one of the last cases that I know I covered that one. Um, 
I'm going to forget what it was. Holy crap. There's so many cases in my brain. But it was just like, I remember getting through it being like, oh my God, I can't believe I've never known about this. The one, the Peter Porco one happened in like my hometown. And I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it exactly. Was, I was of, little when it happened. Yeah. But, but so like, some of them are so bizarre. It's just like, you know, you would never know. You know, Everybody knows, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer and the Ted Bundy, but nobody knows that tiny little case from your hometown so exactly. send it over and we'd love love to cover it yes um we have a great time researching those we always are like oh we're gonna i'm gonna cover the one that victoria sent us oh yeah. i'm gonna cover the one that that spaz sent us oh yeah. i'm gonna cover this one i'm gonna cover that one so like we get excited about it yeah for sure. it's fantastic oh so. and welcome to our new patron jay hi jay it's nice to meet you yes virtually we appreciate we you. appreciate you becoming a part of the patron glass yes your personalized card and stickers will be coming in the mail relatively soon yes 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 we, the stickers that you can't get anywhere other than from us and when i like have the, i have them in my wallet i literally have <laughs> I'm, there's a giant container on in this desk right I'm like here. hey you want a sticker here you go. I was gonna say I actually need to restock my purse because for the longest time I had used to have like a stack that was like an inch thick, and I handed them out. I think I gave like half of it to my mom. And Do you was remember like, when we went to Paracon and I was like, "Here's our sticker." I literally I, <laughs> that was the smartest idea. I hope you know we have intentions of going to a Comic Con, and I <gasps> very much plan to just bring my stickers and like drop them on the floor. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna like walk up to people and be like here. You want a sticker? Look at a sticker. Have you a want sticker? a free sticker? Free sticker. <laughs> I'm gonna be. The real Bill... No, it's Frodo Baggins. Sorry. And Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> We're going to meet the real ones. We are meeting Frodo and Samwise, guys. I'm so excited. Oh, we're going to die. I <laughs> I will literally cry. It's going to be amazing. And I'm so excited. I'm literally going to cry. I'm going to have elf ears on. I can't... I just honestly... I just can't wait to meet Sean Astin because fucking Sean Astin is amazing. <laughs> Samwise. I feel like there's not... There has I'm going to be like, this, you're the hero of the trilogy. There has not been a single movie that Sean Astin has been in that I've been like, that was terrible. Like, Sean... Even Aston Rudy is, is good. Fucking amazing. Rudy, Goonies. Like, Goonies. I fucking love Goonies. Goonies has the inhaler. Like, yeah. he no. was in Stranger Things. So that's one of my favorite fucking shows. He. Bob. He's my boy in Stranger Things. Bob. He saved those kids. He did save those kids. I'm going to tell him. I love Bob. We love you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> After us rambling for 39 minutes. <laughs> Because I actually stopped talking about the episode and started talk or like the actual physical episode and started talking about like the things that I watched at a- an hour. What's that song you sing? Sorry, not sorry about what I said. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. I'm but never going to stop saying that. That is it for this very first episode of Haunted Asylums Month, guys. We have had a blast, and we hope you have too. And we will be back next week with a <gasps> sucker punch of a place. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. That was just a sucker punch. Of a place. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was uh, like, what do I call it? Sucker punch. <laughs> My brain's not functioning at 100% capacity right now. Well, you need to go get some food. I probably do. Um, we love you so much. There's so much coming. Yes. This month, like we said, is Haunted Asylums. We Whee! have a ton of really cool stuff coming up. Whee! 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 We got, as you can tell, the the buzz was not killed today. The buzz was definitely not killed today. Um, the buzz was not killed today because 
I want to go sing opera for Roy. Anyway. <laughs> the boss was not killed because ghosts are fun. And literally, like, a <laughs> bunch of those episodes, they, like, played opera for him. So can you imagine if someone sang, sang opera for, for him? Oh, my God. If you sang opera, he's going to, like, clap for you. <gasps> that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Who wants to come on our ghost hunt? Come on, guys. Who wants Please? to come on our ghost hunt and let Macy sing opera for a ghost that loves opera? It's going to be amazing. <laughs> anyway. We love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. We have a blast doing this. If you can't already tell, there's the cat. I didn't see her for like a whole hour. I know. She disappeared under the bed a while ago. Oh, okay. I thought she left when Ryan opened the door to give us our food. Nah, she hides. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Haunted Asylums episode one of the month. And we will be back with you next week with another doozy. We're so excited about it. It's going to be a grot tim. It's going to be a grot tim. We're going to have it's a grot tim while we are chicken grit. It's going to be a grot tim with buzz killers. <laughs> okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.